Bill Nye, the not-so-science guy? The Green New Deal, will it save the planet or bankrupt the world? And Derek thinks he can debunk some flat-earth responses from last week's episode. Don't touch that dial because you're listening to Hear Ye Kings Midweek. Welcome to the show, listeners. I know what you're thinking. Today's not Monday. Well, you'd be absolutely right because this is a new addition to our show. This is to our lineup. That's right, because it's Hear Ye Kings Midweek. It's midweek. Fun little addition we decided to add into the middle of the week. Hence it's going to be fun. Midweek. That's right. That's We're going right. to be doing a couple different things. We're going to be talking about current events, doing a little bit of culture critique from a biblical worldview, and provide just another source of information for you guys to add to your list that's right man we got to get something else out there that's all we all we got is this. so there's there's i heard this thing today uh it said that there was mainstream media or there's your internet them internets right mm-hmm. so those are your two options for any sort of uh i guess information that you can get and what was interesting about it is it said that basically mainstream media and tv and and some of those sources there's only like a dozen core sources where those things come from and then on the internet side of things you have just thousands and thousands and thousands of interconnected sources and uh but of course then there's of course the wikipedia arguments like wait a minute if anybody can get on there if it's on the internet you know apparently you have to believe it because you read it online i'm on wikipedia right now but there is actually some interesting truth to that because uh if if you have that kind of transparency where anybody can get on and provide information then what you're able to do is you're actually able to take certain pieces of information and and correlate with other information that you can find so it's not just oh let me listen to mainstream media and go hmm you know you guys said it on fox or on cnn or on msnbc so it must be true which is of course is how you control information if that's the case but when you have the freedom uh, that we have to have the internet and be able to just look up all kinds of different things you can correlate information uh, see what's see what's right see what's wrong or maybe just group it together like hmm this matches this or this matches this or oh this seems like an outlier and you can toss that and uh, yeah so we just want to be sure. another one of those impossible Dish sources source for right. all the news that is news yeah, we're, around the world. We're hoping anyway. <laughs> so this should be an interesting. Yeah, that we have no idea what we're talking about. None at all. <laughs> it's just going to be a train. <laughs> oh, it, it, well, it might be because this is our first. <laughs> it's our first current events sort of episode. So we've got a lot to cover. We're going to get right into it, dude. So thanks for your uh, your intro there. That was pretty savvy. I liked it. Hey, I tried. Yeah, man. We got Bill Nye. Now, Bill Nye. Talk to me about Bill Nye, because I, I loved him as a child, man. The not-so-science guy <laughs> is what we're calling him. I used to watch that every day after school. I, I did, too. I used to love, like, you You know you're a 90s kid or whatever, when right, right. when you watch the cart with the giant box TV roll into the classroom, oh, and you're like, yes! Best day ever! <laughs> and you knew some Bill Nye was coming on, right? Well, so Bill Nye... Uh, as much as this isn't actually current, it's making the rounds again. He posted a video, I think it was like two years ago, on him talking about uh, abortion versus uh, sort of like a fertilized egg miscarriage situation. He tried to compare the two, and anyway, the video's just been making the rounds. And uh, yeah, so I saw it today. People were were yapping about it on Twitter, so I thought, you know what, let's let's talk about this video. I've got the audio here, so we're going to listen to the audio, okay. kind of go back and forth with what he's saying, see if it matches up. Again, we, our whole point here is to do this from a biblical perspective or a biblical worldview point of Absolutely. view, and we want to say... 
is what he's saying consistent with the Bible, or is it, or is it not? Is it, is it um, antithetical? So that's kind of what we're getting at. Um, so first, let's talk a little bit about, I, I guess, the topic. So abortion is a big deal oh, right man. now. Yeah, I know. Starting yeah. with an easy one, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So if, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you have seen at some point in time in your news feeds or Facebook feeds or Twitter feeds, if you're brave enough to be on Twitter right now in this kind of climate, uh, lots is being said about the topic of abortion. Oh, it's lighting up out there. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much everywhere. So we've got uh, three different things here. So first, uh, New York. So New York passed their legislation uh, not too long ago. Governor, what's his name, Cuomo or... Is he a mayor or governor? I don't know what this guy is. We're, ter- we're terrible hosts. Mayor, mayor Cuomo. Uh, so he, they passed legislation um, that, that sparked all sorts of outrage. It's basically late-term abortion right up until the, the point of, of birth. Uh, anyway, so New York Post uh, had a headline out today. It said, accused murderer spared uh, abortion charge thanks to Cuomo's new law. So here's where this comes into play. Because they passed that legislation, what was it, like two, three weeks ago? They passed the legislation. All right, he's the governor. Let's just is he governor? Right governor, right mayor? Oh, it, it's right here. I've got it on my now. notes. Governor. Awesome. So he passed this legislation that made it not uh, a, a crime. Right. Right. And so this guy. Up so what, so here's, here's what the New York Post said. Said persecutors initially included uh, a charge of abortion against the Queens man. So this guy from Queens uh, arrested Friday. Uh, in his pregnant girlfriend's murder. So he murders his pregnant girlfriend. Right. The, the post goes on and says, uh, but rescinded because of Governor Andrew Cuomo's new Reproductive Health Act. And that was the thing that was signed uh, into law just this last little while ago. So where this would have been like a double homicide or whatever. Right. So what, what in the past, like if you you know were to get in a car accident or something and, and a woman was pregnant, she, she died and the baby died, you would be charged with double homicide. But now because of New York's Reproductive Health Act, it's changing the ball game for everything. Mm. So uh, the post goes on to say, Queens District Attorney Richard Brown sent out a press release uh, saying that a- Anthony Hobson, that's this guy's name, 48 years old, uh, would be charged with second-degree murder, uh, abortion as well as murder, uh, in Sunday's fatal stabbing of Jennifer, whatever her last name is, 35. But the DA spokesperson later told the Post uh, that the abortion charge uh, would be repealed by the legislation, and this is the law as it exists today. And that's end, Crazy. end quote there. Yeah, so he's not getting charged uh, in double homicide or in, in the charge of abortion well, because I mean, of the new thing. So he killed two people, yeah. and he's getting he's going to get charged for one. That's the yeah. repercussion of what, what just happened. And it was bound to happen at some point because you can't sit here and argue that a baby's not a baby until it's born. Yeah. And then continually charge people with double homicide. I mean, it's a double standard. Yeah. Well, I've heard the argument so. too. Like, oh, that's so rare. Instances like that, you know, that happen when the mom dies and the baby dies inside of Like, it's a rare instance when those type of accidents happen. It's like, are you kidding me? It's been like a couple weeks and it's already happened. Yeah. Like, on a national well, level. Car now, accidents are... where someone's pregnant and they die and yeah. the, yeah. the so. cop records it as a double, you know. Yeah. And... It's not a rare instance. And here, so. here we have the example already. So that came out of New York. Uh, this uh, this article just went up today. Uh, let's see here. So and then Virginia. Virginia was the next one. Yeah. Now this one's a little different because the legislation didn't actually pass, uh, but there was something in the legislation specific that I think is worth noting. And and some of the other uh, news people have have caught on to this little caveat piece here as well. So uh, VA proposed legislation. It was House Bill. Uh, 
2491, it sought to legalize abortion all, abortion all the way up until the moment of birth. So literally, like, and I don't know, there's, you can see the video on YouTube. It's the lady who proposed it, and she's taking, like, a question-answer thing. Right. And they ask her, like, um, so does this, does this imply that you would be able to uh, have an abortion in your third term? And she says, well, yeah, that, that sounds like what the bill would, you know, there isn't anything restricting that. And then the guy, whoever's asking, you can't see him, he's off camera, he says, so are you saying that the bill would allow an abortion all the way up until, like, she's in labor? And she kind of, like, you know, goes through the pages a little bit, kind of fussling them around, and then says, "Uh, yeah, there's there's nothing in the bill that would restrict that. And she just said it with such a straight face. It's like, lady, you just said that five minutes before the baby comes out, you're you're good to, to kill it. Like, Five minutes. That's crazy town. Yeah, dude. I mean, so like the very next day, one of my friends on Facebook like had a baby. And so there's this picture and they post pictures of the baby. And then he said, looking at the picture, uh, you know, or in posting the picture, he goes, five minutes ago in in Virginia, legal to kill. Five minutes ago. And I'm just like, dude, that's evil. And it's crazy how they're just snowballing like this. You know, Mm -hmm. first New York, then Virginia, like just... Like dominoes. It really is. And so the caveat in the, the legislation, in the wording itself, uh, said that uh, they, you were it was legal to abort the baby all right. the way up until the moment of birth, citing a variety of possible reasons, most notably if the pregnancy posed a risk to the mother's, and here it is, physical or mental health. Well, that's not a broad term. Yeah, it was super broad. And so, and and while a lot of people will be like, oh, that's that's uh, that's reasonable, it, they're hiding, this is legal political mumbo jumbo kind of mm. like garbage wording to hide behind this. When you say mental health, that means that the mom at any point in time can say, well, I'm stressed. The pregnancy is causing me stress right. or anxiety or the pregnancy is causing me to, oh, I just don't feel comfortable with her. I just don't feel What's ready. the likelihood of that yeah. ever happening? <laughs> exactly. And so if that is all it takes to, to constitute mental health, you know, posing a risk to mental health, that's, that's how they're getting by with it. And like you said, it's just snowballing. People are just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is great. Luckily enough, though, uh, I don't want to say luckily, but in, in ironically. <laughs> ironically, so in good faith here, this is great. Oklahoma's pushing back. So Oklahoma's got their own set of legislation, uh, actually p- pushing full speed the other direction. So Tulsa, really? yeah, Tulsa World News, their headline went up uh, just today, said that protesters uh, were rallying at the Oklahoma Capitol to support a ban uh, or a bill on a, uh, that would make abortion homicide. So, so yeah, so it wasn't just like, oh, let's get rid of late term. Oh, let's get, you know, rid of, you know, 20 weeks under or a heartbeat bill or anything like that. It was if, if you have an abortion, uh, it's considered a homicide. So that's, yeah, that's how far back Oklahoma is pushing, which is really good. Uh, the article said that there were people waving handmade signs and chanting hundreds of people flooded the state Capitol on Tuesday in support of legislation, uh, that would make abortion illegal in Oklahoma. Among them, uh, were the Oklahoma-based Free the States anti-abortion group. That's the name, Free the States, uh, which is seeking a hearing uh, on Senate Bill 13. So that's the legislation if you want to look it up. Senate Bill 13 in Oklahoma. It's crafted uh, by Senator Joseph Silk. The measure would make abortion a homicide in Oklahoma law. Wow, wow, so, wow. So, uh, man, it's just, I don't know, that's just bat poop crazy to me, <laughs> like that all of this is going on. And uh, I mean, I've caught flack from plenty of people, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook. I've had folks at work a little frustrated with me because of yeah. some of the, just, just I don't know if, I haven't been like necessarily vocal, like face to face with anybody, right. but I've, I've posted plenty, I've reposted plenty and, and sure. you know, spoken my, my mind via uh, the digital world. Uh, 
and people are people are losing their minds. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely one of those hot button issues where you're on one side or the other. And yeah. I mean, I don't see people ever really changing their minds. I don't. I don't think a lot of the stuff that gets posted really causes much of an effect as far as changing well, people's so opinion. Believe but. it or not, though, um, they've had uh, some folks going around with like an iPad, and they they've got videos of the abortion process, and they, they've kind of computerized it. So it's not like a uh, it's right. not like film of a real abortion, but what they've done right. is they've they've created sort of a digital version of it, you know, cartoon or something, and and or computer graphics, and then they've gone around to college campuses and said, hey, do you support uh, late term abortion, or do you support any any kind of yeah. abortion, twenty weeks or something? And a lot of the college students are like, oh yeah, of course, you know, and and then they say, well, have you ever watched what the procedure is like? Well, no. And they say, well, here, watch this. Would you mind watching this? It's like a 30-second video. And they, these students watch the procedure. And even though it's just a computer graphic baby, it's not a real right. baby, it shows these you know, massive plier things get shoved up there and then you're ripping limbs off. And, and these people are just like either, either completely shocked and, and, and are took back by like, oh, my goodness, that's what's happening? Or like some of them have cried right there on the yeah. thing. And then... Every single time, and of I course, I don't know what 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 footage is getting cut out in these videos, but right. for the people that, uh, that that they left in, obviously, and there was dozens of them, we're all like, "Wow, I don't support that at all." I had no idea that like, yeah. that's a baby. What are you doing? And but but that's the narrative. The narrative has always been right. it's not a baby; it's a clump of cells, which of course is a twenty-year-old scientific argument. Nobody actually believes that anymore. Right. You have to be incredibly, forgive me, ignorant uh, to, to believe that. So if, if if that's you listening, I love you, but that's a, that's an old argument. Um, so that's, that's what's happening. And so there are people getting their minds changed, believe it or not. So we need to be constantly praying about that. Yeah. We need to be, uh, being vocal and in, in a way that is, uh, dignified and respectful and gracious to people like that. I mean, yeah. It's going on all day, every day. Yeah. I and mean, we can't just turn away and turn a blind eye to it. Like, yeah. I think YAF posted something like that, that abortion was the leading cause of, of death in the United States. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. It, it was something like 41 million. I mean, it was just outrageous, the numbers. And like, and second to it was heart disease at like 20. So it was half, wow. like half. And I mean, so I think, and then if you added up like every other like major cause of death, sure. I, don't, I don't think even all of them is a sum. It, yeah. Right? It didn't even really touch it. So it's just absolutely crazy. Anyway, we're going to listen to this Bill Nye video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we're going to listen to what he has to say, respond to it a little bit, and okay. uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where we get. So let's uh, roll take, the tape. Let's roll it. Oh, boy. Many, 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 many more hundreds many, of eggs many. get fertilized. So many. Than become humans. Eggs get fertilized, and by that I mean sperm get accepted by ova a lot. But that's not all you need. You have to attach to the uterine wall, the inside of, the, of a, a womb, a woman's womb. So scientific. But if you're going to hold that on, as a standard, guy. that is to say, if you're going to say <clears throat> when an egg is fertilized, it's therefore all, has the same rights as an individual, then who yep. are you gonna, whom are you going to sue? Whom are you going to imprison? The doctor. Every woman who's had a fertilized egg pass through her? Every guy whose sperm has fertilized an egg and then it didn't become a human. Have all these people failed you? Let's not be dramatic. Uh, Unreal. So we're going to stop right there for just a second. What he just said was absolute nonsense. He just equated abortion with a miscarriage. So so he just said that, wait a minute, if if you've had an egg that's fertilized and then it passes through a woman, who are you going to sue then? 
it's like whoa, whoa, whoa! You're, we're not suing anyone when people of old, you know, of uh, you know that are old, like die of natural causes. Nobody's no. getting sued. Like no. if if somebody has a heart attack and dies, like sorry, you ate bacon your whole life and didn't exercise. Now you had a heart attack. We're not suing bacon companies or anything like that. That's a natural cause. You died, right? And even if it was a freak accident, like a like a a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. And so when he equates murder, which is someone else taking the life of, of someone else with, oh, the egg got fertilized and then didn't, didn't, you know, fully form and become, you know, a, a little baby. Like that's, that's a, you can't put those two together. Those, those are not the same yeah. thing. As, as someone who's, you know, my wife and I have had multiple miscarriages. How, how dare you? I mean, the, the outcome Seriously. That, that I've come out of those appointments is a hundred percent different than somebody who goes in for an abortion. My mindset, my motives, my goals. Yeah, that know. was nonsense. I mean, this guy's again supposed to be the, the science guy. Let me see my push play. I think I lost well, our spot. Or, you apparently literally don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you don't. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, when it comes to women's rights with respect to their reproduction, I think you should leave it to women. It's really well. I'm pausing and, and it again. And that's what's hard. Pausing it I mean, again. I hate talking about this stuff because it's always, you know. You're not a woman, not a woman so you don't so have anything to say. I feel unqualified, but I, you know. And that's some nonsense. That's some nonsense. Just because y you are not part of the group in which you're speaking doesn't mean what you're saying is invalid, right? right? So if uh, a woman came in here and she had something to say about me as a man, yeah. right, and it was true, it wouldn't matter if she, she is a woman saying it. It sure. would be no difference that if a man came in and said the exact same thing, oh, then it's true. I have strong opinions on the education system, and I'm not a child. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly, right? Well, I mean, it's just absolutely crazy to me that people think that be, that they can say, you don't have a voice in saying anything like this because you don't belong to the group in which it applies. That's, truth never, ever, ever cares about whether it's part of the group, right? So truth speaks to all groups, all peoples, all skin colors, all genders, yeah. which, by the way, there's only two, and, <laughs> and uh, regardless. So if I was to tell you something, and it was true, and a woman came to you and told you something, and it was that same thing. It's still true, yeah. even even though she's a woman saying it, you know, right? I, I I watched an episode of Judge Judy once, right? And the woman's right. trying to keep the child from the dad. She's like, "It's my kid," and the and Judge Judy was like, "It's it's both of your kids." Yeah. You know, he had just as much, and that's what the people try to draw this line. It's like, no, it's the right. moms. No, the dad. Bill and I just said it. It's just as involved. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know. I, so it just blows my mind that he would use that argument. I think we, I think we need to leave this to the woman. It's like, wait a minute, that's why just not? a cop out. Yeah, and well, so the, and they're not doing with 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 kids in divorce court. Like the, right. these kids, it, they're yeah. not just saying, oh, my it's just up to the mom get and to dad. Decide what she got to do when she was right. three years old. Yep. So right, absolutely crazy. All <clears> right, is there more of this? Yes, yeah, dude, we're just getting into it. Uh, you cannot help but notice. I mean, I'm not the first guy to observe this. You have a lot of men of European descent passing these extraordinary laws based on ignorance. I'm, wow, what does European I, descent sorry, have anything to do with it? I know written, this. or your interpretation of a book written five century, 5,000 years ago. What? Uh, wow. 50 centuries ago. Makes you think that when a man and a woman have sexual intercourse, they always have a baby. That's wrong. And so to pass laws based on that belief is inconsistent with nature. He sounds like I a mean, fifth grader. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's hard not to get frustrated with this, everybody. Yeah, it is. 
uh, <laughs> and I know it, nobody likes abortion. Okay. Ah, uh, Wait a minute. False. Nobody. Okay, so then why are you defending it? Like, like in this, if you don't like it. Why would you try to make the argument that hey wait a minute there's there's no there's no moral thing going on here it's it's not even your your body wait a minute Bill you're a, a male you don't have anything to say about abortion whether you do or don't like it I thought if you're yeah if you're not against it then you're for it. yeah come on Bill so, you're not a woman what why do you get to say anything about yeah, whether how, how dare people you like even it or not? speak on this topic yeah exactly that's like the whole his whole premise of like if you're not a woman you got no say in you, this well, you you're just you're making a video yeah, about it you yeah, moron right there. That's, that's where the tape should end. Unreal. Okay. You can't tell somebody what to do. I mean, she has rights over this, especially if she doesn't like the what guy the that got her pregnant. What about his rights? Like she doesn't want anything to do with your genes. Get over it. Well, especially she did she at one point. Yeah. So uh, it's very frustrating on the, on the outside, on the other side. Uh, we have so many more important things to be dealing with. Than life? We have so many more problems. Unreal. To squander resources on this argument based on bad science, what? on just lack of Stop. understanding. Dude, bad science and lack of understanding. Let me, let me tell you something, Bill, the not-so-science guy. So 20 years ago, the argument was, oh, it's a clump of cells, yeah. right? And then that argument went away because we, we have ultrasounds. You can see it's like, mm, that's not a clump of cells. Yeah. That's a little baby. Yeah. All the organs are fully formed. Heartbeat's moving along great. And, and, and then, so they're like, okay, well, we can't use that argument anymore. We got to drop the, oh, it's just a clump of cells argument. Oh, it's a fetus. It's like, but fetus yeah. is just Latin for small person. <laughs> so don't try that argument. And oh. that's where ignorance plays into this whole situation is because we don't really look at it. We don't really examine what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. We just use terms that sound unfamiliar that you don't use in everyday conversation like yeah. fetus. Yep. So then, then it distances you, yourself and creates a separation yeah. between you and Murder or oh, well, genocide. Wait a minute, we're not allowed to say anything about fetuses, oh, though, because we're not fetuses. So I'll let somebody who can speak on this subject. Yeah, we have to let fetuses speak on this subject, because they're the only ones part of that group currently, I thought. Bill. There's more of this, dude. It keeps going. Listen to this nonsense. It's very frustrating. It yeah, it is frustrating, You wouldn't Billy. know how big a human egg was if it weren't for microscopes. There weren't for science. Well, thank God for science. Thank God that backs up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What did he say? He said it was a, a what egg? Human? Human? Oh my goodness. Wait for it. I thought it was a clump of cells egg. See, or a fetus you can't even egg. be consistent with he's your not, own dialogue. He's not. Keep going, Billy. What's he got to say now? Oh, we're getting, we're Please getting tell close. me he accidentally deleted it. It's possible, dude. I don't even know. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll pass over. microscopes. There weren't okay, for we scientists who were medical researchers looking diligently. And why you are they looking? You wouldn't know the why? process. You wouldn't have that shot, the famous shot. Or shots where the sperm are bumping up against thank the God, egg. You wouldn't thank have God that we have these shots. So then to claim that you know the next step when you obviously don't. I'd hate to be murdering somebody and not know I'm doing it because I don't have these tools. Yep. Pull back. At some point, we have to respect the facts. Yep. Recommending yeah. or insisting on abstinence has been completely ineffective. Just being Whose objective. Whose fault is that? Uh, closing abortion clinics, closing... Uh, not getting giving women access to birth control has not been an effective way to lead to healthier societies. This, I mean, I think we all know that, and I understand that you have deeply held beliefs, and you want to, and it really is ultimately out of respect for people. In this case, 
your perception Un- of people. Unborn people. The yeah. unborn ones. I That's the ones we that. have respect for. Genius. But I really encourage you to look at the facts. And I know people are I would now encourage you to look at the, the expression fact based. But what's wrong with that? <laughs> so I just really encourage you to not tell women what to do. Like you. And not pursue <laughs> these laws that really are in nobody's best interest. Like you do. Just really be objective about this. We have other problems to solve. Like you're not. Come on. The problems that we have to solve, Billy, are the fact that you're teaching our fifth graders and you have what appears to be the education of a fifth grader on this topic. Really glad that guy's in the public school system. Unbelievable. I mean, so that was the Bill Nye audio. I mean, so let's, let's pull this back. From a biblical worldview... All right, we know that, that the book of Psalms tells us that God knew us before we were even formed in our, in our mother's room, like the, that he did that, that he formed us, that he knit us together, that he knew us before uh, we, were, we were born. He uh, had Paul, uh, said, said that Paul was set aside before he was even born. John the Baptist was set aside before yep. he was even born. So we know that prior to birth, that the, the birth canal does not magically make somebody a person by passing yep. through it. So just because you haven't passed through that, then doesn't doesn't mean that you're not a human being, that you're not a person. He said it. He goes, wait a minute, this is a human egg. So if a human egg is fertilized, boom, at conception, you have life uh, right there. Even if it's not formed fully, which is a terrible argument to use because there are plenty of born people who are not fully formed. What else is that? There are plenty of adults who are not, their their brain is either not fully formed or maybe they have uh, a dysfunctional limb or something like that that's well, not fully formed. How many videos formed. have there been of like, people with Down syndrome, like fighting right. for the fact that like, hey, my life's worth living. That's right. So That's you shouldn't right. abort just on this. Exactly. So the, the, the whole, I'm not fully, it's not fully formed yet, so it's not a human, is a garbage argument. The right. other one is is location. Oh, because it's inside of the mother's womb. Right. Well, you can't kill anyone else based on location alone. No, nothing at all would yeah. say like, oh, yeah. so and so someone, is over there on that side of the room. Therefore, I should be able to kill them. It would be the same dumb argument you use. Oh, they're in the womb. Therefore, I should be able to, to kill them. Meanwhile, can we talk Garbage about argument. the double standard of like, we live in America. If I came across an egg of a bald eagle and I killed that egg or I crushed it or I destroyed it. Oh, man, you'd be all kinds of trouble. You'd be all kinds of trouble. What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah, and and to clarify too, we're not we're not necessarily talking about just an egg alone, like a female egg or uh, male sperm, for that matter. It's 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 at conception, so that right. when the two come together, it is a fully formed, uh, uh, not fully formed, but it, but it's a, a fully viable human life. That yep. this uh, and if it doesn't come to fruition, if meaning if it doesn't end up growing and attaching to the the, the wall, the womb there, and and becoming uh, a fully formed baby doesn't mean that, that you killed it because you had a miscarriage. A miscarriage is a, an, yeah. a, an occurrence that's unfortunate, that's terrible, that's that happens. out of your control. It's out of your control. But when you stick uh, some sort of a device up there and you start ripping limbs off, at regardless what, what stage in the pregnancy, uh, that's murder. So, and I know that there are there's certain legislation that's out there like Oklahoma saying, wait a minute, if you do this, that's homicide. And, yeah. of course, in every homicide, uh, there's a, a murderer. Right. Which is the other part of the legislation that needs to uh, needs to come out, and that's that's a harsh, uh, not harsh. That's that's a hard thing to hear because we we want to have compassion and mercy on mothers that are out there that have made the decision to have an abortion. One, let's say this: God's grace and forgiveness can cover that. Absolutely, God's grace and forgiveness can reach out and and cover over all There's no sin. No sin too great. That's right. And so if if you're a, a mother that's uh, 
that's I had know to go Christian through that. women that have gone through that. That's right. This is out. not a, a condemnation from us. This is, hey, look, Absolutely Jesus not. can. Jesus died for that. Jesus will forgive that. Uh, repent of your sin and, and turn to Jesus. Uh, there are but, incredible but organizations sin, like the Pregnancy Resource Center that right, will walk right. through this with you that's and right. help you. So that's some crazy stuff going on right there. In other news with Pill Nye, it uh, looks like the Babylon Bee, uh, they're a, <laughs> a fun news or organization you can find on Facebook. Check them out, Babylon Bee. They reported uh, that uh, scientists have abandoned looking for Bill Nye's credibility. They've been searching well, for a while. It's nowhere to be found, they you'd said. You have to, I guess. Yeah, said uh, in, in the article, it says, quote, we've wasted years and efforts, uh, years of efforts trying to prove his credibility, one scientist uh, told reporters. We've tried and tried, utilizing the very best technology known to man, and now it's time to move on to more promising fields of research. <laughs> I thought that was great. So it also says, according to reports, Nye responded by pointing to his wardrobe of lab coats as evidence of his, quote, scienciness, <laughs> and called all those people who disagree with him, quote, closed-minded science guy deniers. Yes, they are. So thank you, Babylon B. That's, uh, that's good stuff. It's, it's worth noting, Bill Nye... The, sure. the science yeah. guy, the dude got a degree in mechanical engineering. That's his degree. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a mechanical engineer, make no mistake. He's not a science guy. He's a science guy by way of I show up on goofy VHS tapes for fifth graders. Right. That's it. You're a mechanical engineer, well, dude. Stay in your lane. Who am I to talk? Because I'm just a normal guy, too. But That's right. That's right. All right. So let's uh, get into this. <laughs> the Green New Deal. <laughs> Have you guys been hearing about this? <laughs> The Green New Deal. I'm really excited to talk about this Green New Deal. I don't know if you saw uh, House Majority Leader Senate Mitch McConnell. Dude. Oh, my. Sorry, Senate Senate Leader Mitch McConnell. He got on yesterday and said, hey, we're going uh, to go ahead and vote on this Green New Deal. Already? I, well, sorry, it was really funny. I wish I had the audio. He got up in front of the mic and said, so I've, I've noticed a, a great deal of interest in, in the uh, Green New Deal, as he says it. And he goes, so we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to put it to a vote and see where everybody is at and, and how everybody feels about this Green uh, New Deal. <laughs> That's how he said it. But the best part is if you ever watch Mitch McConnell, this dude never smiles for anything he's just stern face cocaine mitch like that's all he does and then neither did my ninth grade science teacher in the video though right at the very end if you watch close he's like so yeah we want to see how everybody feels about this green smirk right there (laughs) new deal and it's like he knows that it's nonsense and he knows that it's just gonna get every democratic presidential candidate was like hanging their coattails on this thing so I think that's what he's calling their bluff on is because he knows there because there have already been uh, several Democrats who are like this is pie in the sky, like it's crazy, and so and that's what he's going to call them out on. So this it's a brilliant strategic move. It's I Mitch one hundred and one. Um, so we'll see kind of how that goes. But anyway, so Green New Deal. This is legislation House Resolution uh, one hundred and nine. That uh, it's out now. Is it one hundred and nine or five hundred and nine? I don't remember. I think it's one hundred and nine. I don't Good. know. I'm just confused because I feel like I've heard so much stuff and. You know, our society, it's 109. Is it 109? But our society is at this point now where I don't know what's true and what's not true with this Green Deal. Dude, <laughs> like, so there has been some some stuff about it. So there's a lot of confusion surrounding what was the frequently asked question section of oh, Miss yeah. Ocasio-Cortez's uh, website. So when they, AOC. yeah, so before they even publish the actual document itself, 109, yes. on the uh, the website, they had sort of a background or it was like a, a frequently asked question section where they answered some of the, um, just 
frequently asked questions about what this deal was going to be about. And the very, very last line of it said that we want to provide financial security. This is quoting right from the website. We want to provide financial security for those unable and unwilling to work. That was what it said. And it was up there for two days prior to the actual legislation coming out. Then the legislation came out, the actual H.R. 109. And, of course, everybody jumped on it and wanted to look at it and check it out. And then so tons of information started going out on Twitter and Facebook and uh, mainstream media all over about this Green New Deal. And the piece that was the most concerning to most people was like, wait a minute. Why does this say that we want to provide financial security for people unwilling to work? Yeah. That sounds so, insane because if that's the case, I'm quitting tomorrow and oh, you better yeah. pay me my money, right? And, Slippery slope. And immediately they pulled that section of the website down. It hasn't gone back up. They've said, oh, no, that was a, a pre-released. It was by mistake. That wasn't supposed to be on there. Hmm. Uh, problem with that, though, that I might get to in a second. Uh, and so they haven't put anything back up. They pull it down. Uh, and then Ocasio-Cortez comes out and says, oh, no, 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 that, that was a... F- a fake document put out by like the, the evil Republicans, you know, they're trying to, to, to demolish my, how'd they my get plan. on our website? Yeah, it's exactly like, Oh, that's a fake document. And then on Chris Tucker, he was on, on Fox and he tried to ask one of the guys, it was one of Ocasio-Cortez's uh, advisors. And they said, well, what about this unable to or unable, unwilling to work thing? And he goes, Oh no, no, no. We never put that out there. Uh... And, and Tucker was totally off guard. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah, you did. We have screenshots of it. Like, what are you talking about? And you, oh, no, happening? no, that was a fake document put out by the Republicans trying to smear uh, the, the release of the legislation. And and so he was kind of taken back, like, I did not expect them to just flat out <laughs> deny it. It's like, dude, it's right here. So here's the problem with their whole, oh, no, that no, wasn't us. And that was it was never meant to say that that was a mistake. If that was the case, they'd have re-put up the frequently well, yeah. asked section to the corrected version. That, sure. that wasn't corrupted by the evil yeah. uh, opposing Here's side. Here's the actual FAQ. Right. They haven't, though. Yeah, nothing has gone back There's up. There's no FAQs. <laughs> so they know. Like, that was meant to be in there. And as soon as it went up, people were like, this is crazy. Can't so, sink that one in. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so Brian uh, Rydell, or Rydell, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. He was a senior fellow at, I think he still is, senior fellow at Manhattan Institute, uh, the chief economist for Senator Portman from 2011 to 2017. He was also the budget spending architect uh, okay. for Romney in 2012 yeah. and for Rubio in 2016. So the guy knows money. He knows finances. Sure. He knows uh, spending. Um, he tried to put a cost analysis to oh, how, yeah. much, how much the Green New Deal is going to cost. I'm, I'm looking at it. So well, what's, it, what's it say? So just... Here's some highlights. Single payer, it's going to cost $32 trillion. Job oh. guarantees, $7 trillion. You got your calculator out. Universal basic income, over $5 trillion. Education, family leave, and retirement security, $2 trillion. So far, that's $46 trillion before any actual green policies. So that's that's even before he gets like we're to... We're not a, even there. Yeah, so the Green New Deal's got all kinds of stuff. It, it primarily focuses, of course, on climate change and combating that. But then... Oh, all, this of, is good. all of this, it wants to try to go after the social economic as- yeah. aspect of stuff. Well, we got to fix some stuff, you know, $250 million. Yeah, $46 trillion. Million vehicles, $7 trillion. You, the unknown cost of nixing 200,000 aircrafts, replacing military jets, high speed rails to everywhere. To Hawaii. <laughs> oh, this was my favorite. Yeah, I heard about this. Replacing and upgrading 120 million buildings. That's insane. 
But think of the job opportunities. So, so you're easily looking this Green New Deal, which I can see why Mitch McConnell is, is smirking while he's trying to just say this with a straight face on camera. It's easily going to cost $100 trillion. Hold on to your wallets. $100 trillion. Does. And, so, and is that even factoring for all of us that don't want to work? Yeah, I know, right? Well, apparently it's going to be hard to rebuild those buildings. True. Apparently, that's not true. But what's really interesting? Uh, so, President Trump, like him or hate him, it's usually the side you fall on is like him or hate him. It's one of the two. There really is no there's, middle, there's ground. No middle ground with this guy. Uh, he said in I want to say it was at the El Paso rally a few days ago. Like he was just like, look, it's going to cost a hundred trillion about how dollars. Awkward that was. It was. It was really awkward. <laughs> Him with his thing, and then Beto <laughs> just kind of whatever I, I, in the backyard. The Beto one was really funny because while he's out there giving his Beto speech in the background, I mean, this is trolling genius. Stop in it. the background behind Beto is a giant, huge blow-up screen of Trump giving his rally. I don't so want to go like, to your party anyway. He's, he's a troll from like. Man, just a, a whole nother level. Anyway, Sorry. anyway, so so President Trump at the uh, the rally said it's going to cost a hundred, you know, trillion dollars or however True. he talks. I can't do a Trump, you know, impersonation. But then he goes out and he goes, he says a hundred trillion dollars doesn't exist. Like, right. you know how much money that is? A hundred trillion dollars? That kind of money doesn't exist. We're just it hasn't <laughs> since we came off the gold. Standard. Well, there's this phenomenal video that I put that I posted on Twitter today. So if you're listening to this, you're you're literally listening a day after we record it. Go back to my Twitter and look at it. Uh, they somebody put up a spoof video of the Green New Deal, and it was supposed to be like this wonderful uh, ad for it, like an advertisement for the Green New Deal, and it shows people in like their business attire, you know, work shirts and ties, swimming at the beach in their work thing with with a big thing unable unwilling to work <laughs> and so they're out there just doing that and it says sounds like the green new deal is paradise for everybody and it shows like roads with no cars on them because all the cars are gone none of the planes are flying anymore some you know young millennial like saying like yeah this is great it's like this hilarious video so you gotta go oh, i've it. seen really this good. right now i'm watching this yep. on your twitter right now it's it's really <clears throat> funny uh Anyway, so all of the, even the $46 trillion, all of that was, was before even anything was addressed with, with Go Green, right? Sure. So let's talk a little bit about climate change because there are some people out there that are going to uh. wonder why, why, are they, why are we so worried about climate change? Uh, and then, of course, you even heard a and reference. That's why to, we need the rail to everywhere, right? The rail to everywhere. That's right. Well, <laughs> so it was even kind of uh, hinted at in in the Bill Nye thing that one that Babylon B put out that if you don't believe Bill Nye, you're a closed-minded science guy denier. So okay. there, there's there's climate change deniers or global warming deniers, whatever you want to call them. Um, so let's here, here's here's where Did we'll start. Did you not watch the video by Al Gore? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that guy. So we're gonna start by defining some terms, okay? Uh, for fun. Yeah. So before we go on, we gotta we gotta define some terms. There are a few terms here that are often interchanged that are not interchangeable. So maybe mm. this is gonna be news for some listeners. Like terms like weather. Okay. So weather. I'm pulling these. These are just definitions. Weather. Weather refers to the atmospheric conditions at a particular time. For example, temperature, humidity, wind, barometric pressure, precipitation, and so forth. That's weather. I'm okay? with you there. All right. Climate. Climate uh, comprises the average weather conditions present in a particular location at a particular time of year. Climate is measured over several decades. So that's climate. Right? Okay. Check. Okay. Check. Climate change. Now, here's the definition of climate change. And here's the two that often get interchanges, climate change and global warming. Mm. They're not synonymous with each other. Okay, so climate change. Climate change, obviously, refers to long-term changes in average weather conditions. 
Okay. Okay. So average weather conditions, which we talked about, weather makes up uh, climate over long periods of time. Climate change is long-term changes in average weather conditions. Global warming is the assertion that the entire Earth's surface is warming. So when you use global warming in place of climate change or climate change in, in place of global warming, not interchangeable. they are not interchangeable. They are not the same mm. thing. So, and and it, what's awful is is that uh, house resolution or house whatever, HB 109. 109? In, in the, the wording of it, she interchanges it several times. Like global warming is used and then climate change is used and then global warming is used. It's like, y you know. Look, she's a junior, you know. Dude, no. Come on. I, all I could think of was like, you keep using that word. I don't, I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> so like that's happening. Okay. So uh, unfortunately, many individuals um, and the popular media often use the terms climate change and global warming interchangeably. Uh, as shown above, I'm just reading an article here from... Um, uh, Answers in Genesis says, as shown above, there are some there are, they are not synonymous terms. Both climate change and global warming are commonly attributed to human activities like burning fossil fuels and harvesting forests. So that tends to be uh, where those uh, are, are used and how, how what's causing it. Okay, so we want to first and foremost, like we said from the outset, we want to look at this from a biblical point of view. D does the Bible address climate change or global warming? Uh, the possibility of climate change, global warming. Um, that's, that's probably one of the major issues with science today is because science starts at a starting position of we don't want to acknowledge God. We don't right. want to acknowledge the existence of God. They start on, on a false... Not uh, a very you know, good, firm foundation. Yeah, there's no foundation there. They start with tons of, of false premises. And, and because they start there, they're never going to arrive at a conclusion that... I mean, they, they may right. arrive at some... Right, some you might get some like, oh, okay, that's factual. But uh, in in things like this, I think they're they're missing a major foundational piece to be able to, to be able to arrive at a good conclusion at the end. So um, for sake of time, uh, because we're already pushing here, I'm just going to read a couple uh, bullet points from this article. The article is going to be posted on the website. It's going to be there now if you're listening to it. It's an article by uh, Answers in Genesis, so it's a biblical yep. point of view or a biblical at least opinion on climate change, global warming, climate, weather. Let's not interchange those, but there, there's four definitions there, uh, and how the Bible speaks to those things. So here are some of the bullet points. One, O2 and CO2 in the atmosphere were created. They did not evolve. Now, if, you're, if, if you know this, the scientific arguments and stuff, uh, and, you, and you're kind of in that, that arena for climate change, you are hearing what I'm saying right there. If you're not, that's fine. Get on there, read the whole article in its entirety. It's really good. It's going to take you a minute because it's long. It's worth uh, the read. But it, but it is very good if you want to have any say in, I guess, this argument. So O2 and CO2 in the atmosphere were created. They did not evolve. Next bullet point. Uh, today's atmosphere uh, likely contains significantly less CO2 than it did before the flood. Hmm. So we believe as Christians that God flooded the earth, right? Like some odd... As do many other religions. <laughs> true, true. Um, we're gonna say with a biblical. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. Except what there I are believe, a lot of religions that do believe in a global flood. So the Bible says it was a global flood, and that the atmospheres um, were different prior to the flood, and then and then now. So today's atmosphere is likely significantly has less CO2 than before the flood. Next bullet point: CO2 is necessary for life and was created prior to plants and animals. Ooh. That's a that's a, a an that interesting seems crucial. Yeah, it's an interesting point if if you're if you believe in evolution where you believe that CO2 evolved and so there's some problems there. That if you're again if you're starting with some of those foundational points, you're going to arrive at a weird place if you don't have some of these as your foundation. Okay, CO2 is not a pollutant. 
Did you know that? I did not CO2 know that. CO2 is not a pollutant. We, we so often, it's okay often to referred to as a pollutant. It's not a pollutant. Next hmm. bullet point. Uh, and, and look, if you don't believe me, just go and read the article. That's fine. I'm not saying that you have to believe what we're saying right oh, now. This please. is, again, we just wanted to be another voice of information. And so if you don't agree with that, by all let's, means, write yeah, in and tell me why that's not true. Uh, get on the article. Read. Get on the website. Read that article. Um, see where how how this bullet point fits into the overall argument and why we are claiming that as fact and not just some sort of uneducated opinion, right? Uh, so CO2 is not a pollutant. Next one, increasing levels of CO2 are beneficial for plants. We know that. Yeah. Any, any botanist knows that. Uh, plants need CO2. They take that CO2 and convert it back. Uh, decreasing levels of CO2. So this is where uh, I, th I think it's helpful to mention. We often think that, oh, increasing levels are bad. De decreasing levels are what we want. It, reality, though, is decreased levels of CO2 would actually be a really, really big problem. I can imagine. Okay. So that's just a bullet point. Again, these are all parts of a, of a bigger argument. I just want to, I'm trying to summarize here. Burning fossil fuels simply returns CO2 to the air from which it originated. Remember, because it's created. Say again. Burning fossil fuels simply returns CO2 back into the air where it originated. So it's not as mm. if we're burning fossil fuels, adding more than was there, that's and then therefore we were, we're causing problems. No, we're simply returning the CO2 back into the air from which it originated. Fascinating. Right? right? In the pre-flood atmosphere uh, is, is when there was all the CO2, right? And then because of everything that happened in the flood and, and the waters that came down and then what all these plants the were covered. <laughs> what about the cows? That's another piece of this horrible <laughs> legislation that was in the video, too. It was like, we're going to kill all the cows. And it said it real, like, romantically, and it showed this cow standing there. It was so funny. you got to watch the video. All right. Increasing uh, CO2 in the atmosphere does not uh, reverse a billion-year-old evolutionary trend and upset, upset the delicate balance of nature. So that's a, that's, again, that's a presupposition yeah. of atheistic materialist scientists is that that's what's happening. And if that's not necessarily the case, if we're simply in burning fossil fuels, we're returning CO2 back to the air from which it originated in its pre-flood atmosphere, there's, there's nothing wrong necessarily with that. Uh, increasing the concentration of CO2 in the atmosphere will continue to improve crop production around the world and benefit mankind. And then last bullet point, obviously, they mentioned a thing, is God is in control. So that's a major theological point here for Christians that want to get involved in the debate or argument or discussion over global warming, climate change, weather, climate, all of that. You have to at least at some level as a Christian say, hmm, do I think that mankind is ultimately in the end responsible for how how the world ends up or is god governing and taking care of his world for i mean sure. and to me it just sounds a little bit ridiculous to think that god would have this massive plan uh, to redeem his people send his son into the world right whoever would believe in him would be saved and so there's this big plan and then to, to fill the earth and uh go into all the nations and baptize people and make disciples like the big great commission right and only for us to to thwart all of it because we drove around too much and had too many cows. Come on. And, and now, oh no, the world's going to end. We, yeah. We're going to kill off everything because we've got too much CO2. Sorry, Jesus. Uh, we Oof. messed your world we up before up. we could get to the church, the, the ends of the earth. Right. Like that you just sounds it. like an absolutely crazy uh, position. So again, uh, starting with God's in control. Yes. This is his world. I think he's got it. I think he's got it, right? Sure. Right. Okay. Well, and there's tons of stuff that global warming advocates have to prove, right? Yeah, that they, have have not yet actually been, you know, concretely saying, look, you can point and say this is true. There's still plenty of outliers out there that they have not been able to prove yet. Yeah. 
I mean, we, you got to prove that global warming actually exists. Yeah. You have to prove that global warming is causing climate change. That's right. You have to pr- prove that it's caused mainly by CO2. Which they can't do. And here's one. How about burning fossil fuels is the primary so- cause of CO2 increasing? Yeah. And, you, and they can't do that either. <laughs> they can't do that either. Or how about that global warming is absolutely, God, I can't even talk, will absolutely cause serious harm. Yeah. You yeah. haven't proved that. Proposed solutions are effective, fair, and economic. So that, and that's what they're running into with this Green New Deal. That they're they're finding out that that whatever proposed solution to whatever proposed problem that they've they've got, uh, they're finding out that you can't just throw money at something. You can't find a solution to a problem that's not there. Dude, well, and a hundred trillion dollars throwing hundred trillion dollars at, at something. At this point, to fix you're just it? making Dude, up money. No, they they really are. So I found some um, a, a really interesting bit of audio. It was from some PhDs in this field, right, talking a little oh. bit about it. And I thought it'd be interesting to play some of the audio uh, and just to listen to it for a second. So here, check this out. You know, I hope people watching this get the idea that there's a lot of data on the other side that we're all fighting to get in pizza data because there's so much to say. And I just want to read something that they should read this at the climate summit. I I think they should really read this today to describe what's going on. And and this is from a reliable source, American Meteorological Society Monthly Weather Review publication, that the Arctic Ocean is warming up Icebergs are growing scarcer, and in some places, the seals are finding the water too hot, according to a report by the Commerce Department at Bergen, Norway. Reports from fishermen, sea hunters, explorers all over point to radical change in climate conditions. Why aren't they reading this? Uh, And hitherto unheard of temperatures in the Arctic zone, exploration expeditions uh, report scarcely any ice as far north as 81 degrees. Soundings show the Gulf Stream very warm. Masses of ice have been replaced by moraines of earth and stones. And it goes on and on. Within a few years, it's predicted that due to the ice melt, the sea will rise and make most coastal cities uninhabitable. What year was that written? Oh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. This is, <laughs> this is 1922. What? Uh, this is November yes. 1922. And this is real. This is not urban legend. Yeah. This has really happened. This was really reported. It was warm then. And, and then that's guess what, what happened, happened after California. that, of course. It cooled <laughs> off. And, and uh, so I just had to throw that. Review, one of the monthly, monthly weather review. Meteorological Society yeah. publication. These were all facts. It was yeah. extremely warm back then in the polar regions. And well, could I hit one up, Tom? That's just crazy. It's, it's amazing so, when facts change. Yeah, so I come across this thing, and I'm thinking, are you serious? 1922 and, and reports like that were coming out? And it kind of just makes you think, like, wait a minute. All of this whole, oh, we got to do something. I mean, AOC said that in 12 years, was it 12 years? That that the world's going to end in 12 years if we don't do something about climate change. It's like that was 1922, and they were saying, in a few years, if we don't do something, all of our coastal cities are going to be underwater. Well, I just have one thing to say about that first, and this is going to be a little insensitive. If, If you really thought that all of your coastal cities were going to be underwater. Why did you keep building on the coast? Yeah. Geniuses. You wouldn't be living there. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys know the, the $50, $50 billion man, Dan Pena. He's a little vulgar. Don't necessarily look him up if you don't have the ears for it right at the moment. But he made a point, and he said that, you know, all of these major big banks and investment companies that, that invest in, in huge amounts of real estate property, if they absolutely knew, if, if climate change was such a thing uh, that – or if it, global warming, excuse me, I don't want to interchange it, but if global right. warming was such a thing that we're losing that kind of ice and the water's really raising at that level uh, to, to the extreme that they're going to say that it's supposed to be raising and coastal cities are going to be underwater, if that was so concrete 
then every single loan application and and yeah. bank statement you like that, yeah they would have in fine print or even in huge print um we're going to invest in this property yeah. but there's a high probability that in 10 years you're going to be 10 feet underwater forget the green new deal let's find out a yeah, new yeah. deal for everyone living in california exactly. and so and they're not doing that they're continuing <clears throat> to invest and so he said the money actually is pointing a little bit interestingly enough and mm. ironically the money is pointing a little bit to truth here in that they wouldn't invest that kind of money if they actually thought things were going to be underwater in 10 years. Interesting. So anyway, it was just one point uh, that he made. And then, of course, I, I hear this, and I'm like, wow, that's really interesting too. And of course, and I say, look, we're not climate change deniers. I, I'm no. not saying that the climate's not changing. Warm, I think cold. we can show that the climate is changing. Here's the, the biblical worldview point that comes into it, though. Prior to the flood happening, uh, the earth was at a specific temperature. Okay, and the climate was was a certain way. Now, and this is this is the theory that answers in Genesis poses. They said that w- the flood happens, massive amounts of water come down onto the earth. It, it it so there's some warm there. There's a lot of lot of warm weather. Massive amounts of evaporation then immediately happen afterwards. It, does that water get sucked back up in, into the water cycle? As there's that much water evaporation, there's a rapid cooling. When you have a rapid cooling like that, with tons of evaporation happening simultaneously, you get tons and tons of snowfall. That amount of snowfall is where you get your glaciers from. Scientists know that you can't have glaciers without massive amounts of snowfall sheeting up on top of each other, and you get glaciers. Sure. And, that, and, and so then there you get the, the very, uh, what I don't want to say the very first, the Ice Age, that uh, scientists say that we had an Ice Age. Okay, well, that's okay. clear. We've got ice. So Ice Age came right after the flood because of massive amounts of snowfall that came from fast evaporation of the floodwaters, which caused a massive cooling. And then there's an ice age. And and now the earth, similar to if you have a top and you spin it and then you bump it, okay, it takes a minute and it, and it finally kind of course corrects a little bit and comes back. We're in that sort of course correction mode. And this, again, is the theory that Answers in Genesis poses, that the earth is actually just trying to get back to its stable original temperature, hmm. that we're, we're, we're actually colder than we should be. And so this whole, oh, we're global warming, it's, it's going to get too warm for us. From a biblical point of view, it may be arguable to say that, no, it's not getting too warm. We're actually still just too cold. And we're actually j- we're trying to just get back to to a, a standard operating temperature. I, I don't know. So that was, uh, that was what uh, there's, their article was all about. I thought it was really interesting. If you disagree with that, by all means, um, write in. We're no experts. We're two d- normal dudes yeah. that know how to read some articles, and, and we want to talk about it with you guys. Bill Nye's not an expert either, so whatever. No, dude, he's a... <laughs> Mechanical engineer, Bill Nye, the not-so-science guy. Oh, good stuff. Well, we've got one more thing. It's, oh, yeah. It's our response to flat earth. It's our response Bring to flat it. earth. We are going to be back in just a second, though. you got to wait until after the break <laughs> if you want to hear our response. See you in just a second. In a world where nearly all online content and entertainment had become increasingly bad, one show dared to stand out like a light in the darkness. It was highly reliable, factually pretty accurate, mostly never heretical. The highlight of the people's week, an epic Christian podcast, hosted by two lowly peasants adopted by a great and glorious king to be heirs with the high king. They were crowned as more than conquerors, ambassadors for Christ, heralds of the gospel, hear ye kings, on a mission to equip, encourage, and empower Christians to share their faith, no matter the cost. Every Monday, subscribe. Long live the king.
So right now, our Facebook poll on whether the Earth is flat or spherical <laughs> is sitting at 31% flat. 31% flat. I'm just saying. All right, and so, it's not so we've got yet. 69%. And one of our listeners pointed out that I, that I put the Earth is obviously round. He's like, well, that doesn't work. It's supposed to be spherical. So you caught on to me. I perfectly, <laughs> I purposely slated it in my favor. Perfectly so. round. Very good. Very good. Either way, it's... So we had quite the discussion, if you guys were listening last Monday, on uh, on creation and whether or not the Earth was flat. And there's some satirical statements that went out that made you guys think that we were actually flat Earthers. We're not flat Earthers, folks. We have brains. Speak for yourself. Dude, don't start, man. All right. So I got an email this last week from a friend, Whitney. Hi, Whitney. Shout out to Whitney. She uh, sent me a whole list of Bible verses it was part of a, a larger article, and it said uh, that here, here's a list of Bible verses that prove that the earth is flat. And she goes, what do you think of this? And I don't think she's a flat earther either. I, I don't know. Whitney, are you well, a flat the earther? the Bible says it's flat. Are you a flat, flat earther, Whitney? Anyway, it doesn't say it's flat. Mm. So anyway, so in this whole list of, of verses, they, they had all sorts of references to verses that were obviously metaphorical, where it talked about to the, to the ends of the earth yeah. or uh, the, to the four quarters or four corners of the earth, depending on the translation. Uh, and it was all of these different, these different verses. Uh, and one of them they included I thought was rather ironic. because it, So it's Isaiah 40, verse 22. The verse is, he sits enthroned above the circle of the earth. Boom. <laughs> if you think that's a boom, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Dude, that's not news. <laughs> so he sits enthroned above the circle of the earth. Now, interestingly enough, if you keep going in the verse, it says all the peoples of the earth were like grasshoppers. Okay, so it's clearly talking metaphorically. It's not being literal in that the earth is a circle, although we know that it is in the shape of a circle. But here's where I want, what I want to get to. Um, many people have tried to use different verses in Scripture to say, look, see, it shows that the earth is flat. Well, it's simply not true. In Isaiah 40, 22, the word for circle, it's a Hebrew word, and I'm going to go ahead and try to pronounce it here. I don't speak <laughs> Hebrew, but uh, it, it's it's spelled K, well, in, in English anyway, K-H-U-G. Uh, it's pronounced hug. So it's kind of that hard H K sound. Got a logie yeah, in your you, throat. Yeah, you got some phlegm in there. It's, it's like a K phlegm O O G. It's hug, and hug, which uh, if you're in a lexicon or in the Strong's, it's it's H twenty three twenty nine. So you can look up the word yourself. The word literally means sphere, right? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's translated as circle because that's a simple translation of it. Because right. a sphere is a circle. True that. Right. Because when you're looking at it from any perspective, it appears to be a circle. Now that poses two really big problems. One is that the literal meaning is sphere, right? And two, if it's simply a perspective thing, and that you look at it and see that it's a circle from a perspective, a flat Earth person can't say that from any perspective. If you, you don't, they can only say that from an above perspective, looking straight down. But if, right. if it was to move even slightly sideways, it would no longer be a circle. Hmm. And if you're right on the end, now you've got a disc shape. That's a line, right? Did you see that meme that talked about the uh, the, the the eclipse? The eclipse? I sent it to you, <laughs> dude. It was so funny. It was like, oh, you guys see the, the eclipse on the moon? It's got it's like a line over it. Flat Earth eclipse. It was really funny. Anyway, so so that was the uh, the meme that got put up with this whole flat Earth eclipse thing. So, but literally, if the word hug, which is this weird Hebrew word that means sphere, uh, is translated that way, and of course we translated circle, like I said, but if it's if its literal translation is sphere. 
sphere. Anybody at the time that this was written, if they were to try to translate this as some sort of disc or flat earth conspiracy theory, they'd have been laughed out of the room by every single Hebrew because they understand Isaiah 40, 22, that when it says that he sits enthroned above the circle, they would have understood that word as sphere. So if, as soon as you pose the argument like, oh, well, it could be a flat earth, like a circle, you, you literally would have been laughed out of the room. So that, that's the basic argument that I we're going to... There's nothing to not know about it. And of course, this is just response to Whitney, but Whitney, we love you, but that's a terrible, terrible argument to try to use uh, for flat earth. So it's, it means sphere. That's the word. Uh, it's hoog. If you want to try to pronounce it, have fun with that. Anyway, enjoy. <laughs> Get plugs for us, dude. Give us plugs. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's plenty of other verses in the Bible as well that prove that point. So well, we can know always what? We did the Facebook poll. Week. The Facebook poll so. ended it. Okay, Facebook poll. It's polls, not over yet. It did. That it ended. Still, no, no, the poll no, ended. That was our gift gif poll. Oh, that's right. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> don't get into that right now. All okay, right. so the poll well, is still going. Vote. Okay. Is, it, is it flat or not? Go away. Anyways. <laughs> awesome. Of course, this is a new addition to our weekly podcast. We are still doing our... 20 Basics Every Christian Should Know on Mondays. So if you enjoyed this tune show... Tune in on Mondays. Tune in on Mondays. Tune in Mondays. Next week, we're going to be talking about prayer with Aaron Slogar. Oh, boy. You're not going to want to miss that one. Oh, boy. And of course, follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Josiety Walker and Derek. He's all on there a lot more than me, at Derek underscore Earl. It's crazy town. Don't do it. <laughs> and of course, most of us together, but mostly Derek, at Here Ye Kings. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well... Yeah, we're having a good time. Thanks for yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, it was fun. It's our first uh, Thursday midweek episode. I hope, hope you guys everybody enjoyed, else it. enjoyed it. If you did, let, drop us a line at jesters at hearyekings.com. That's right. Until next time, one thing is for certain, no matter what's going on in the news, one truth remains constant. The king is on the throne, and his reign will never end. Until next time, this has been Hear Ye Kings Midweek. Long live the king. Mm-hmm.